Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Today's tale has never been completely explained. Not by science, medicine, or philosophy. An incredible story of an ordinary girl called Trilby, who became the greatest singer of her day. Today, we would say she was hypnotized by an extraordinary man called Svengali. But even that wouldn't explain it all. For Svengali was indeed a magician. In fact, a monster who left in his wake a trail of horror and broken lives. Trilby, he mesmerized you. Is that sinful? Is that bad? But he gets you in his power, and he can make you do anything he pleases. Steal, even murder, anything. There is something about him, it's true. Even now, I... I feel strange when I say his name. Svengali. Svengali. Our mystery drama, Trilby, was adapted from the novel by Gerald du Maurier, especially for Mystery Theater by James Agate Jr., and stars Marion Seldes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Imagine Paris of the late 1800s. Paris of Puccini's La Boheme. Bohemian Paris, the Latin Quarter, the singers, musicians, young painters learning how to paint, young models modeling for their supper and dinner, too. This young lady is fast becoming one of the most famous of all. She is certainly the best-known French model ever written about. Meet Trilby. That is my name, Trilby O'Farrell. Not O'Farrell, O'Farrell. Lots of people make that mistake. I just think of myself as an ordinary 18-year-old who models the face, the hands, feet, the altogether for the painters and sculptors here on the left bank of Paris. People tell me I suddenly became a world-famous singer sang concerts all over. I don't remember any of that. Truly, I don't. <laughs> all I could ever sing was Sweet Alice Ben Bold. <laughs> I'll sing it for you sometime. I'm very tired now. I'm sitting here with lots of people all around me. Some of them are crying. I, I don't know why. I don't like making people unhappy or making trouble. And that's what I said to Billy that first day we met so very long ago. Come in, come in. Don't stand there in the door. 
my name's Trilby O'Farrell. Um, I was modeling upstairs. Well, I'm Billy Baggett. We're all painters here, the three of us. <laughs> he means we hope to be. That's Taffy. The other one by the window is Sandy. You modeling for Durian? Yes, a, a statue of a French infantry drummer boy. That's where I'm wearing this silly outfit. <laughs> well, you can tell Durian that's the biggest joke of a uniform I've ever seen. Hi, I'm Taffy. Talbot Wynn. Taffy was in the Crimean War. That's how he knows all about uniforms. Well, I got so stiff holding that flag and that drum that Durian said I could walk about for a few minutes. And uh, my head was killing me. Oh, you have a piano. Is one of you a musician? None of us, but it's handy to lean against. Ah, oh, nobody plays your piano? Can you, Trilby? <laughs> Me? I have a tin ear. Oh, but I can sing one song. We have a crazy musician friend who doesn't own a piano. He comes here to practice. Hello. Hello. My name is Sandy. Sandy Laird. Go on, come right in. We like interruptions. <laughs> um, you wouldn't have anything for a headache, would you? I have terrible neuralgia in my eyes. I've always had it. It just comes on and then there's nothing I can do. Sandy, Taffy, anyone got any suggestions for neuralgia? Strong coffee and close your eyes, I'd say. Well, sit down anyway, Trilby. We may have some leftover breakfast coffee I could heat up. Please, I, I don't want to make trouble for anyone. Svengali knocked. Svengali knocked the door. This time you can't say Svengali didn't knock. Good morning, gentlemen. Svengali has come to practice the piano. Not this morning, Svengali. This lady is suffering enough already. How do you do, Mamsette? Oh, please excuse me. I, I, I don't feel very well to meet many more new people. And she I... poses for Durian upstairs. And I was just about to heat up some coffee for her. Maybe Svangali can help. Your name? Trilby. Ah, now. Svangali will sit in front of you. Trilby, look straight forward. Look into the whites of the eye. White. Keep, yes, looking, concentrate, concentrate on the eye of Svengali. Well, she's smiling. Is the pen still in the hand? It, it is almost, almost gone. Svengali wishes. All pain to go. It was the most peculiar sensation of my entire life. I had been looking into his eyes, and then the two eyes of Svengali became one eye, and it got larger and larger until that one eye was all I could see. And around it were sparks and flames shooting out. And in the very center of that one eye, it was dark and so deep. So deep and dark. I could hear as though from the back of a very long tunnel, I could hear the voice of Svengali. The strangest feeling, like being carried to another place, a beautiful feeling. I cannot 
really describe it. Covering me with peace. Is she asleep? Her eyes are closed. She is not sleeping. Say it to her. Ask her. Are you asleep, Trilby? No. Then open your eyes and look at me. She cannot open eyes. <laughs> now, she will not be able to open the mouth. Ask her. Uh, why couldn't you open your eyes, Trilby? No. She is trying to say something, but it is impossible. Now, she shall not get up from the van. Go on, ask her. She's bound by a spell. She can't move. <laughs> Sven Gali will now set her free. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. My headache is gone. Oh, Mr. Sven Gali, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's unbelievable. She's dancing about like a man. Oh, now I can go back upstairs to Darian's and pick up my flag and my drum and pose for him without feeling like I'm dying. Oh, how can I thank you? How can I thank you enough, all of you? It's a terrible affliction. I've had it all my life. Ma petite. I... Mademoiselle Trilby, there is something you can do for Svengali, if you would be so kind. Oh, anything. Will you permit Svengali to look into your mouth? My mouth? Well, certainly. Um, ah. Mark, what do you see? When this young lady was moving and laughing, <laughs> Sven Gary suspected, huh? Oh, is there something the matter with me? Au contraire. On the contrary, dear lady. The roof of this mouth is like the great dome of the Pantheon. What a sounding board. But it is a great and sorrowful pity you do not also have musical organization. So it is. <laughs> What God has given with one hand, with the other he has taken away. Svengali goes now. He is delighted he had made the pain disappear. Au revoir, mademoiselle. You have to go, Svengali. You haven't practiced. Another time. Now I am late. Au revoir, Tafi. Sunday. Au revoir, ma petite. Oh, he's a strange one, isn't he? <laughs> I can't get over it. He never touched the keyboard. Oh, I'm so terribly grateful to him, but... I don't know, he... He sort of reminds me of a skinny, hungry spider. Well, he cured my pain. You don't know what a blessing that is. And if it happens again, and of course it will, I'd go back to him like a shot. I don't know, Trilby. I'm not so sure I wouldn't rather have any pain than have it cured in that unnatural way. He mesmerized you. Did you know that? You mean he... He talked to me? Well, I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it done. Well, is that bad? Well, they get you into their power, and they can make you do anything they please. Steal, even murder. Anything. Oh, you make the cold shivers run up and down my spine when you talk like that, Sandy. All I'm saying is, be careful, Trilby. Yeah. Yes, I suppose... There is something about him, but without him being in the room, I do feel sort of strange when I just say his name. Sven Gali. Sven Gali. <sighs> 
when I was walking, he would appear to me, unexpected. Billy told me he was a great musician who had not yet made his mark, a composer of music, a conductor, and a teacher. I knew he must be a genius. <laughs> Only a genius would not care, going around looking shabby and dirty, and his hair long and black and oily, and his beard scraggly, not an appetizing man at all. And his eyes, impossible to describe, so bold and brilliant and jet black. I had to see him again. Something compelled me. The best way I found was to cook for the three painters, sew a little for them, take care of them, and of course they never suspected why. <laughs> Toby, for a Parisian model, you prepare food like a Parisian cook. Well, I had a younger brother to practice on, and my mother. And <laughs> I like the way you darn my socks. To say nothing of how invisibly she can mend a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you please us all. Well, not everybody is so happy with me. No? no. Who? Whoever he is, he shall have to answer to the three of us. Oh, huh? Dorian upstairs, he's not happy. He keeps asking, why can't I stay longer when I pose for him? And what do I have to do downstairs? And why can't I come tomorrow? Well, at last I had to. I, I promised him I'd sit for three days in a row. Three days we don't eat. Oh, back to the bistro on the corner for us. I'm going to pose for him in the altogether. In the altogether? Oh, well, why not? Well... Truby, that means... Oh, what do I care? He's doing a statue of Venus. And it pays twice as much. And after all, I am a professional model. They all do it. Um, hey, Billy, what's the matter? Why are you leaving the table? I'm going out. But you haven't eaten any dinner hardly. I've had enough. You've hardly touched your roast potatoes. Don't you like them? Goodbye. Oh, Billy! Billy, come back! Oh, I, I must go after him. Excuse me. Please excuse me. Sandy... I have a sneaking idea that Billy is in love with her. Yeah. I've had that idea for some time. Are you for it? How can I be against it? How does she feel about him? I don't know. I don't know where Billy went. What was wrong? Oh, nothing, I'm sure. Well, didn't he like my cooking? Well, of course he did. We all do. You know, I never see your friend Svengali anymore. Doesn't he come here to play the piano? Svengali? Yes, you know, the... The one who cured my terrible headache that day? Yes, we know. Svengali. Listen, Trovi. Take a tip from me. It's not wise for you to be interested in him. One must remember that hypnotism, 100 years ago, was thought a mysterious and frightening experience. And it was pretty avant-garde for Du Maurier to make it the basis of his novel, Trovi. Even today... There are many who believe the hypnotist can cure where the doctor cannot. But what did it do to the life of that young model, Trilby? I shall be back with some of the answers in a few minutes. Trilby was fast becoming one of the better-known models of Paris. 
It's no wonder that Billy had fallen in love with her. Then, suddenly, one day, she disappeared. Winter became summer, and summer again became winter. The three young painters returned to London, and within a year, Billy was discovered. He was William Baggett now, the famous artist whose works hung in the National Gallery of London. His two friends, though not as well-known, also painted. Sandy did portraits, and Taffy turned to commercial art. But what of Trilby? Since this is her story, we let her tell it. I knew Billy Baggett loved me. But I also knew I could not be a wife for him. I knew one day he would be a great artist, and me, a nobody. It would not be good for him to be married. The only other person in the world I really cared for was my little brother. And, and that day when when he suddenly took ill and died, when Johnny died, I, I didn't wish to live another day. We buried him in the country near where I was born. I came away from that funeral a little crazy, I think. I, I cut my hair off and I dressed like a man. I walked all the way back to Paris alone. The pains in my head that started the day Johnny died never stopped. When I reached Paris, I was going mad from the torture of it. And so I went to see the only person I could think of who could cure me. Svengali. Trilby. Ah, yes, Svengali remembers. Come in, little one. Entrez, ma petite. <laughs> it has been a long time. And little Billy, Taffy, and Sandy, how are they? Oh, I don't know. They moved away uh, to London. I haven't seen them. You still pause for Dorian? No, I, I haven't in a long time. I went home. My little brother died. Ah, ma petite bee. Gary is sorry to hear that. Sit down, sit down, my child. Here by the fire. And what are those peculiar clothes you are wearing? The trousers of a workman and that cap on your head? Take it off, Trilvigi. Oh. You have cut off all your hair. And you are crying. My head hurts so. You were wonderful about it once, Mr. Svengali. Do you remember? I've never forgotten. Tell me, have you eaten food, child? I will get you coffee and bread and butter and then take you to the Rue Savonarole for a good hot bath. And then you sleep. But please, can you make the pain go away? Of course. Has Svengali ever failed? He's thrilled me. Yeah? Who, who is it? Svengali. What? Where am I? And how is my little bird this beautiful morning? Oh, I feel fine again. Oh, I slept so well. For two days and two nights. For two days and two nights, that long? Oh, whatever can you think of me? What are you going to do now, ma petite? Well, I... I don't know what... A long time ago, you may have forgotten, 
Svengali asked to look into your mouth. Svengali told you he can make you sing. Oh, I can sing already. Do you know Sweet Alice Benbold? My father taught it to me. Do you have a place to go, Trilby? No, I... I gave up my room when I went to the country where my mother and my... And my brother lived. I mean... Where my brother died. Svengali does not like tears. They are wasteful of the soul. Oh, I'm sorry. You, uh... You can live here, Trilby. Oh, alone? With a man? No, I, I, I mean no disrespect, but I... Oh, oh, who said alone? Huh? Martha! My old aunt, Martha. She takes care of me. She can take care of you, too. Ah, Martha, come in, come in. I want you to meet Trilby, Svengali's new pupil. Oh, ho, ho. she is going to become a great singer someday. Who is it? Is this the house of the great William Baggett, painter extraordinary? Billy, my boy, open up. Sandy! <laughs> Taffy! What a nice surprise! Where do you keep your glasses, Billy? Glasses? What for? What's that bottle? Champagne, dear boy. Ah, here they are. <laughs> what are we <laughs> celebrating? Sandy, you're doing another portrait of Lady Curzon. Ah, oh, don't mention the dear rich lady's name. <laughs> I've done her portrait umpteen times. <laughs> and now, I'm starting in on her favorite horse. Oh, all right, then. We drink to Lady Curzon's horse. Oh, no, 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 we do not. We drink to Trilby. To Trilby? Oh, don't pretend innocence with us, Billy. We've just come from the National Gallery. That is her portrait. They've just hung there, isn't it? Yes, we stood there. The years rolled away. So we just had to see you, Billy, and tell you what you made us feel. It is a marvel. It's just the way we first saw her three years ago, standing there in the doorway of our old Paris studio, wearing that French drummer boy's outfit. It's an extraordinary work. Mm. To Trilby. Sandy, do you mind if I don't drink to her? Uh, to you, then, my boy. It's so hard for me. I can never forget her. So she turned you down. I think, especially now, you'd want to drink to her. Why especially now? Oh, Billy, my boy, you sleep, eat, and live painting, so I'm not surprised you don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. Haven't you heard about Las Vengali? Las Vengali? You don't mean that noisy, conceited musician who used to come and bang in our piano, Svengali? Mm. Lars Svengali is a singer with a range of contralto to soprano who's been touring Europe and Russia, making audiences weep. Thrilling them with music the like of which hasn't been heard in a hundred years. Well, who is she? I, uh, I've never seen her. Talk is she's a pupil of Svengali's, a young girl. They're married, and only he conducts her concerts. Never anyone else. I know what you're thinking, but it couldn't be her. Not Trilby. She absolutely could not sing a note. Taffy and I were thinking of taking a trip back to Paris. Visit the old studio, the old streets. La Svengali is giving a concert there. What say? Why don't you come along with us? To Paris? Oh, I don't know. If it's really Trilby, we want to hear what that crazy old Horace Vengali has done. If he's really been able to take her and create the greatest singer of the century. No, 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 no! Idiot! Imbecile! I know you have absolutely no ear whatsoever, but cannot you remember one blessed thing Svengali is teaching I'm you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Svengali does not want your sorrow. All he asks for is your concentration. But which piece of music am I studying? I don't remember. I, 
I, I, I don't know where we are. I, I, I don't remember anything. Three years, morning, noon, and night, six, eight hours a day. Sven Gary is taking your voice, not by Lord, by Lord. I try, I try. Well, and you succeed, my singing dove. There is no end to your notes. Each more beautiful than the other, velvet and gold, beautiful flowers, pearls, diamonds, rubies, drops of dew and honey. You are truly a phenomenon, ma petite trilby, but dumb. Stupid as an ox. Now watch me. Look at me, look. I want you to remain on one note. Make it go through all the colors of the rainbow. Makes one guy happy. Makes one guy sad. Make him laugh. Make him cry. One note. I will. I will. Svengali, I will. I can. I can. Of course you can. And you will. With Svangali, you don't need an ear for music. Your eyes, the eyes of Trilby, watching, watching the eyes of Svangali. I will. I will. I can. Watch. Look. Have been Trilby up there. Good heavens, Sandy, how could you doubt it? Yes, it was. It was her. Our little Trilby didn't have such talent. Nowhere near it. This last Vengali is a true musician. And that takes years of study. She's no simple-minded, ignorant little... Sandy, will you stop it? Sweet and friendly girl. This is a woman. There is suffering on her face. I can only go by my feelings, and it is her. Heaven knows how this angel of music came to be. Well, Svengali taught her. Did you see her eyes glued to him? Every movement he makes conducting the orchestra? Oh, oh, oh. Billy, you've got to remember you're not a little lovesick boy anymore. You are William Baggett. The William Baggett. A world-renowned painter. And I'd give it all up if I could be in that monster's shoes. There she is, married to him. Did you see the way they took the curtain calls together? Hand in hand. Master and pupil, husband and wife, smiling and bowing together. She holding on to him with all that love. I, I know she saw the three of us. She, she looked right at you, Billy. Yes. And at that moment, I could have sworn her eyes, I don't know, became very wide. And then did you see Svengali suddenly turn around on the conductor's podium and the look he gave us? Yes, I did. I must say, it did make me wonder. It made me sure it was Trilby. So very tired. What is this place we're in, Svengali? A hotel in Paris. We're in Paris? I'd love to take a walk to my old neighborhood in Montmartre tomorrow. May I, Svengali? Tomorrow we are going to London on the first boat train. Oh, you never let me do anything anymore. I don't have any fun. We used to have so much fun. Well, now it seems to me that I'm always asleep. And when I wake up, I'm wearing some silly long dress and, and gloves like I'm wearing now. And Marta has to help me take this off. Well, 
Oh, why do I sleep so much, Svengali? Perhaps you are still a little sick from the long walk you took, that unnecessary walk to Paris after your brother died. Will you stop that? I don't want you ever to say anything again, not one word about my Johnny. You stop, you hear you mean old man. I hate you, I hate you. And Svengali would slap you again and again if you talked to him like that. Oh, yes, I... I'm sorry. What, what did I say? I owe everything to you. Ungrateful stupid who cannot sing a note to save her life, who cannot tell one tune from another. I have made you, created you. What are you saying? Made me what? I know I cannot sing. Don't waste my time. Go to bed. No, I want to know. Svengali can do anything. He has made himself a singing machine, a Stradivarius of flesh and blood. It is I who am the singer thrilled me. I, me, Svengali. I sing with your voice thrilled me. Now, go to bed. Frightening, isn't it? Now we know. There were two trilbies. Svengali's trilby, a sound box, and the trilby who was loved by the painter and who could never forget her. Where will it end? I shall be back in a few moments. We are in London. For two nights in a row... La Svengali has given gala recitals at the Drury Lane Theater. Sandy, Taffy, and Bill attended both nights. On the second night, they were certain La Svengali was Trilby. They agreed, yes, her face was older, certainly the face of a woman who has experienced unhappiness, but an air of mystery surrounded her, almost as if she were unaware of what she was doing on that stage. The three friends in formal dress, as indeed everyone was in the audience, sat in the second row, waiting for the concert to begin. I thought I'd gotten all over her. As you said, I was a boy then, and I'm a man now, but Trilby is still in my blood. And it's so hopeless. She's the wife of Svengali, and together they've conquered the world. Last night, during the concert, every song, I saw the way her eyes followed him. Svengali's a great musician, Sandy. Everybody can derive pleasure from music. You don't find a painting making people weep the way music does. People don't shout and scream and applaud paint on a canvas the way they carried on last night right here. Yes, I'm jealous, unhappy, and it's also hopeless. But it's over, Billy. You have to accept that. Oh, forgive me for carrying on like this. I'm sorry. I, I truly am. Uh, Sandy, is it true that Svengali is not conducting the orchestra tonight? I thought he always conducts for her. Haven't you heard? Backstage gossip has it that they were rehearsing this afternoon, and Svengali interrupted Trilby several times, got very excited, and struck her with his baton. What? Then she fell on her knees and... and Good and, Lord. ...and cried out and, and begged him not to hit her. She said something like, I'm singing the best I can. And when she was on the floor, he kicked her. The first violinist couldn't stand it, and he made a grab for Svengali, and the next thing anybody knew... He'd cut Svengali with a knife. I never heard a single word. They must have hushed it up. Yes, cut him across the back of the neck. They sent Svengali back to his hotel. And I understand the doctor has absolutely forbidden him to conduct this evening. Well, that's extraordinary. So someone else is taking over. Yes. Just look around you. The place is crowded to the rafters. I can't see one empty seat. 
Yes, there, there's one there. Huh? That, that that lower box, the one nearest the stage. Oh, the box holders are notoriously late. Whoever it is, better hurry. The conductor is raising his baton. I uh, see by the program her first song will be without accompaniment. Ah. Like the one she did in Paris that brought down the house. Here she comes. Oh, she's magnificent. She never looks so beautiful. Taffy, look at Gilly. Poor Taffy's crying. Well, at least he's letting it out. Look who just walked into that empty box. Sven Golly. He can see us. He's looking right at us. Oh, would you clap your eyes on that face? Strange, isn't it? As though it were frozen into a laugh. Truby, Truby, sing, my sweet. You don't need to keep looking at him. Music is in your heart. Sing. Sing. Well, she's, she's opening her mouth, but... Good Lord, it looks like she's trying to sing, but no sound's coming out. I can't take my eyes from Sven Gali. His eyes, they're glazed, unseen. Truby, sing! You don't need him! For God's sake, sit down! What in heaven's name? Oh, she's fainted! Billy, come back here! He's running on the stage. Kathy, look in the box. Sven Dolly has fallen over. You can't move an inch backstage here. Well, this, this is the door, Sergeant. Yes, who is it? Billy! How did you make it here before we did? Hello, Truby. Truby was just singing Ben Bolt for me just now. Oh, Taffy, dear. <laughs> oh, what is all this about? Oh, I'm so happy to see you. Imagine, what a surprise it was when Billy walked in just a minute ago. Where on earth am I? Oh, it's been so long, my dear friend. Shelby, are you all right? Of course I am. What's the matter? What are all those funny looks between you? Why are you all dressed in black with white ties if you're going to a ball? Hmm? Where's Svengali? I, I, I want to go home. Uh... Where is home, Truby? I mean, where are you staying in London? Oh, it's some hotel near Hyde Park. Isn't that stupid of me? I, I can't seem to remember. Where is Sven Gali? Well, he was in a box, Truby. I'm afraid... I, I think he took ill. Dear. Dear little Billy. How pale. How very pale. <laughs> you don't eat enough. Doesn't anybody cook roast potatoes for you anymore? I'm so glad to see all three of you again. Tell me, where are we now? What, what is this place? This, this room, this funny little room with all these mirrors. Where am I? Taffy, I think we ought to take her to Billy's place in Fitzroy Square. He's got the biggest house of any of us. Billy, will you mind? No, of course not. And Trilby, come along with us. We're all going over to Billy's. Oh, I'd love to. Good morning, Truby. Did you sleep well? Oh, come in. Come in, all three of you. Do you know there was a doctor here this morning after I was up and dressed? He said he was a friend of Billy's. Nice man, but uh, I wasn't sick, so I, I didn't know what he was doing here. Well, he's an old friend and a very fine doctor. I, I just wanted him to see you, Truby. Oh, I slept marvelously. Is this your house, Billy? They sent me my clothes and the trunk from the hotel so I could get out of that awful Greek or Roman thing I was wearing last night. I can't declare I got that. <laughs> Must have been out of my mind to wear that. I can't seem to remember. Why do you suppose I wore it? What is the matter with Svengali? Is he dead? <laughs> he must be dead. I have a feeling... He is dead. 
I can see it in your faces. He had heart disease. I'm sorry. He was always very kind to me. Yes, Trilby, he's dead. No, I was looking at my hands this morning, and they're all black and blue as if somebody had hit them. And I have a terrible bruise on my side. I, I should have told the doctor because I don't know where I got those. I'm afraid it was Svengali. He struck you while you were rehearsing. Struck me? Rehearsing? What are you talking about? Svengali never struck me. He was kindness himself always. And what would I be rehearsing? <laughs> the songs you were to sing at the Drury Lane last night. Sing at the theater? I never sang at any theater. Oh, was that big place we were in a theater? And I did see him. Oh, yes. Svengali, in the box opposite. He was looking so strangely, like he was laughing about a secret or something. And he was staring straight out at me. And then I thought, why is he laughing at me? Oh, it's fuzzy in my mind like a bad dream. What was it all about, Billy? Was it a dream? Trilby. What? Don't you remember singing in Paris at the South Pleil? And in Vienna? And St. Petersburg in the Winter Palace? You're pulling my leg. What nonsense. Now you're thinking of someone else. You were never in those places? Oh, yes, I was. We were in Vienna and St. Petersburg, Svengali and I. He played everywhere. <laughs> but I never sang there. Good heaven. Truby, <laughs> can you remember how long you've been married to Svengali? Mm -hmm. Months. I mean, years. I, I, I forget. You know, I looked for him in Paris when I was so awfully sick. I was much worse than that time in your studio, remember? When he cured me. Was it the same old neuralgia? Oh, no, much worse. I, I, I went it sort of crazy when my little brother Johnny died. And this terrible pain in my head. It's funny, isn't it? Poor Svengali. Tell me how he died. Quite suddenly, I believe. Oh, I hope he hadn't much pain. Billy? Billy, what are you doing over by my trunk? Oh, nothing. Oh, yes, you are. You found something. What is it? Just a picture. Well, let me see it. I want to see it. Bring it here. Oh. I've never seen that picture before. How did it get in my trunk unless... And Marta put it there before we left Paris. Look, Taffy, Sandy. Oh, it's a splendid photograph of Svengali. He, uh, he must have been quite young. But the eyes are the same. Those big black eyes with all the white showing. I'm so very tired. I'm sitting here with so very many people around me. Why are they crying? I don't like to make people sad. My dearest Truby, how like an angel you sang. Why are you all crying? Because you have been singing so beautifully. I have been singing? Oh, yes. For the past quarter of an hour. It was like a voice from heaven. Well, I... I feel so tired. I don't think it's quite fair of you to joke with me when I'm so very tired. I was singing 
Just now? Holding on to that picture of Svengali and singing your little heart out. I'm, I'm so tired. Um, do you mind, dear friends, if I just close my eyes? You, you go on talking. I don't mind that. Toby. Billy. Is she asleep? Toby. His photograph. It slipped out of her hand. Sven... Golly. Sven... Golly. Oh, good Lord. Is she dead? Yes, Trilby was dead. Within minutes, the doctor arrived and... Incredible as it may seem, he said that Trilby had been dead for at least half an hour. Dead for the past half hour. That would mean from the moment she had begun to sing her last song. This extraordinary story is not quite over yet. I'll tell you the rest in a few minutes when I return. After the death of Trilby, little Billy, known to the world as artist William Baggett, also died. His close friend said he could not bear the memory of Trilby dying with Svengali's name on her lips. They say he died of a broken heart. And that is the end of the story. The strange account of the most beautiful singing voice the world had ever heard. And the fantastic haunted man by the name of Svengali who breathed musical life into the soul of his Trilby. And when he died, took that soul with him. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Ian Martin, Mandel Kramer, and Gordon Gould. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. (laughs) 